Welcome to this session of the Supply Chain Meets FinTech event. I'm Eric Kulish, Supply Chain and Air Cargo Editor at FreightWaves. Zvi Shriver, founder and CEO of Freightos, a digital freight marketplace, is joining us today to talk about the evolution of digitization and supply chains and how platforms are simplifying trade and the role of payments in modernizing supply chains. Zvi, welcome to the FreightWaves virtual chat. Thanks for having me on, Eric. So, yeah, I'm not really sure, you know, there's so many uh, developments going on in this space and, and things to talk about. Um, so I'm not really sure where to start, but I guess let me start with a, a basic question of, you know, this idea of connecting suppliers of services with users online isn't new. Um, I know covering this industry, I remember like 15 or 18 years ago, we had the global freight exchange. We've had other capacity, freight capacity exchanges, um, maybe organizations like Intra and Ocean. So what's what's novel about the technology and, and models of companies like Freightos and new payment platforms? You know, what, what are you doing differently now? Um, what's what's kind of the, the new change? Yeah, well, it's partly what we're doing differently and partly the way that the uh, industry has evolved. So it's really quite new that uh, carriers, especially um, Air and Ocean, which is where we do most of our work, we'll talk later maybe also about trucking, but it's really very new that Air and Ocean track uh, carriers have APIs, in other words, real-time electronic connections. So, uh, you know, you mentioned intra, but that tends to be offline. So you send a message, but it's using an old uh, technology called EDI, and typically it will then be a human who confirms the booking, and that can take some hours. And it doesn't have an actual rate. Uh, GFX, you know, same story with the air. So uh, the previous exchanges, yes, you know, they were matching the freight forwarders or the importers and exporters with the carriers. But the rates were typically coming off an Excel spreadsheet and the bookings were typically getting confirmed by a human being after some hours. Um, that's all started to change most rapidly in air, uh, but now also starting in ocean. Um, in the last few years, more and more airlines have created APIs, in other words, modern digital connections, where we can get a rate uh, instantly for cargo, just like passengers have done for 25 years already, right? For 25 years already, you can go to a website and see the, the rates for a passenger to go on an airline. But uh, Freitas is now doing that um, with airlines, uh, where you can get a rate instantly, and you can place a booking instantly and have it confirmed instantly. And this is all on the uh, Web Cargo by Freitos uh, platform. So now we have about uh, 40 airlines who can give instant rates and receive instant bookings. And we have about 3,500 freight forwarders across about 10,000 offices who are using uh, Web Cargo by Freitos to place bookings with air cargo. Uh, Ocean, a little further behind. Um, and then trucking is interesting. Um, we are mostly focused on international freight, but we did acquire, back in December, we acquired 7L Freight, which is one of the biggest platforms for LTL trucking and uh, airport cartage. And, and so we now have a platform for getting instant rates for, uh, and, for, and for booking for LTL trucking as well. And that's, is that primarily in North America? So, yes, uh, the rest of the business, of course, is global, but the um, 7L Freight, exactly, it's focused on the U.S. And, and Canada. So, as a freight forwarder or someone in that business, you know, there's an advantage to being able to make my bookings in one place for a move or to do the trucking and the 
um, and the, you know, the airport move or, or an ocean? Yeah, I think there's a huge advantage because in the end, you know, uh, you've always got to, you can never book air on its own, right? I mean, goods, uh, a, a human being can. Uh, when you book a flight, you walk yourself on the plane, you walk yourself off the plane, but cargo doesn't do that. So whenever a freight forwarder, or, or for that matter, the, the end customer, the shipper, whenever they are booking um, air cargo or ocean, they also need to think about a truck to get it to the port or airport and a truck on the other end. And of course, customs brokerage. Um, and we own we own a U.S. customs broker called Clearit as well, U.S. and Canada customs broker called Clearit. So these services go very much together. If someone's arranging a, an import or an export, they need the truck on each end. They need the air in the ocean. They need customs brokerage. And so um, these things definitely fit together and a huge advantage for the freight forwarder or, or the 3PL to be able to do all of that in one place, um, especially in air where in most cases we are the only place where you can do that. Didn't you, didn't Freightos so, or, um, you know, your air, your freight forwarder marketplace, uh, you know, to, to connect with carriers, which I believe is called Web Cargo, didn't you recently add a, uh, a financial payments or a payments uh, option or tool in, in there as well? So now the that can be all done together. Talk about why that, uh, how that works and why that's, uh, beneficial to add that yeah that's right so we've added payments um recently it's in the process of rolling out so if you book air cargo on uh, web cargo by freightos the, the payments is only available with certain airlines in certain countries but that's all going to expand very quickly now um and yeah you know payments is another big when you're doing international shipments the the, the getting the rates the booking the tracking those are all pain points but payment is a pain point as well and particularly in the in the united states where it's still very common to send paper checks so, so you've still got freight forwarders sometimes writing out piles of checks uh, in the air cargo industry they're, they're typically using a system called uh, cas which is owned by iata the international association of travel agents but but many of the small freight forwarders can't even afford to become members of iata and cas um, so they were they, they really had no good way to book to work with the airlines uh, directly. And so what we've been able to do is to create a, a payment system which is open to everyone, big forwarders, small forwarders, doesn't require any kind of expensive membership or bank guarantee. And so we, we've been getting uh, amazing feedback on that. It's been although it's still very early, it's been growing hundreds of percent a quarter and uh, people are very excited, especially to be honest, the smaller forwarders who really had no good way to pay the airlines before. Um, the great thing when you're booking uh, with a carrier on uh, Web Cargo uh, by Freitas is that you the booking and payment is in the same place. So, so you just press book and pay in the same way. You know, when you shop on Amazon, <laughs> you book and you pay, it's the same thing. You, you book a hotel on booking.com, you, you, you book and pay at the same moment. Uh, it's only in, in um, the freight business and some other businesses that people, you, you, you know, you book and now you think, you know, you book an intro and now you think, OK, how am I going to pay the carrier? Um, but uh, so I think it's it's natural and exciting to bring it all together. You press one button, you book and pay. What um, talk a little bit more about the you mentioned CAS, the, the settlement system for the air that the airline industry does through their trade association. But so. And you talked about small forwarders, but what about if I'm a big freight forwarder, you know, can't I, aren't there advantages or isn't it easy enough for me to just uh, pay directly to my carriers um, or, or receive payments from my customers or, or, 
or you know, aren't I already using this uh, IATA CAS system? So, you know, why why go to Alfredos or, or some other multi-party platform? Yeah, I think that's right. I think um, some of the big fo- I think the big forwarders are not going to be the early adopters of our payment platform uh, because they either have a direct payment arrangement or they're happy with IATA CAS, and and that's fine. Um, I think over time, as our payment becomes more and more efficient, maybe we can offer credit, offer f- foreign currency, because a lot of these transactions are cross-border, right? So I think as we we make our payment system quicker and, and have more and more options, it may become attractive to a wider audience of, of big freight forwarders as well. Um, but if I'm realistic, uh, I think you're quite right, Eric, that as of now, the forwarders who are enjoying this are typically small forwarders who, who do not have a membership at AR to CAS and certainly don't have a direct relationship with the airlines. So you talked about um, the adoption rate. Um, you know, I think Freitas has been around for almost 10 years um, and, you know, you're still kind of in this startup phase. So, you know, and, and it's interesting you say that the ocean care, the air cargo um sector is ahead of the ocean sector when, you know, by lots of anecdotal accounts, you know, air cargo, even though it's flying a modern technology in the in the air, has been, you know, kind of a laggard in, in adopting other technologies to facilitate business. So, you know, how has air cargo started to change and, and or speed up in this area? And did the pandemic um, kind of accelerate, you know, this uh, interest in in digitizing these, uh, you know, this this freight matching and booking. So um, the pandemic it started before uh, COVID for sure. Um, the pandemic definitely gave it an extra push forward. Um, but I, I can pinpoint the date. You know, the the first airline who gave us an API, a, a real time connection for rates and booking, was Lufthansa. That was in 2018. And then in 2019, we had two more groups, uh, which was Air France KLM and the IAG group, which is best known for British Airways. So we had those before the pandemic, we had three big airline groups, all in Europe, as it happens. So Europe really led the way. Um, And that's what um, that's what was the state before COVID. But even before COVID, we had a pipeline of another five or six airlines like Etihad and a couple of others who had already committed to give us an API. So so it wasn't COVID. We knew even before COVID that in 2020, we would have a critical mass of airlines. Now, having said that, when COVID did come, it gave it a, a big extra push because the old way of doing airline where you've got sort of a, an Excel sheet with winter rates and an Excel sheet with summer rates and a schedule which changes twice a year, I mean, that's just completely... Are useless when you've got a pandemic and flights are being cancelled and added on a on a daily basis, um, and so without a doubt, so the for for the airlines who hadn't yet realised the need to go digital, uh, the pandemic made them realise that the world has become more dynamic, and you need to be able to do things fast, and so it gave it an extra push forward without a doubt, and uh, now we have about twenty airline groups where, with about forty airlines, including most of the biggest ones. So, the I um. You know, when I listen to freight forwarders, uh, especially here in the U.S. Uh, uh, and the you know the mid-tier, smaller ones, they, you know, they may not have invested in, in digital tools yet, but they they want to. But they say that you know they kind of need to better understand the worth uh, beyond being a shipper or regulatory requirement. And you know, 
what so what what is the, you know they're kind of asking for a more art, clearly articulated value proposition for this types these types of software so you know can you explain you know in kind of real terms what uh, what the benefits of digitization are um you know to to an industry and, and, and how that investment will be will pay off in the end for them well uh, first of all some good news as it happens um web cargo is free to use for uh, for booking air cargo. So you don't need a big business case for that because it's free. And, and indeed, despite what you're saying, the adoption is very rapid. We're, we're signing up two or three forwarders a day um, to that platform. So um, so in fact, um, freight forwarders are not being at all conservative about that. They're adopting it at a very uh, rapid rate, which is exciting. Um, we have other tools which do cost money. Um, and the return on investment is clear. I mean, number one, it's giving a better service to the customer. You know, the, the importers and exporters, or shippers as we call them, um, are especially with younger people coming into the industry, they expect instant service. And the average time for a forwarder who doesn't have the right tools, the average time to do a simple price quote for Aaron Ocean is three days, which, which is appalling. Um, so it's first of all, it's just a necessity. If your competitors, uh, you know, quoting in minutes or even instantly on their website, and you're making your customer wait two or three days, you, you just lose the business. Um, second of all, the accuracy of the quoting, because rates are changing so quickly that if you don't have the right tools, you quote the wrong price. And if it's too low, you lose money. If it's too high, you don't get the business. Um, and then third of all, it's the internal cost. You know, there's a shortage of staff in the industry. And if you don't have software tools, you, you need a lot of human beings sitting in your office um, and, and dealing with quotes and, and bookings and, and things which really could be, you know, a computer could be doing. So uh, so that's, if you can even find the staff, that's that's very expensive. So I think it's clearly becoming a competitive necessity, both from a customer perspective and from a cost perspective, to uh, to have automation tools. So, well, we're almost out of time, but uh, I had one more question I wanted to, to run your way. So, how, where does, first of all, Freitas is a multi-party digital marketplace. Do you also, is Freitas also embedded in, in uh, if I'm a freight forward or something, do I have a Freitas somewhere embedded in, in there where someone can, you know, come to my site or do you do that kind of work for companies, uh, you know, kind of a, kind of a, a white label type of service? And then also, where does Freitas sit in the supply chain ecosystem um, in the sense of you have Project 44 or four kites that, you know, these companies that provide end-to-end -end visibility and essentially function as a data backbone for the digital supply networks. So, um, you know, can't they, wouldn't they just be able to take on a booking and payment function themselves or can you reside within those ecosystems? Okay, so first question, the answer is yes. I mean, many forwarders use us first of all in-house, so you wouldn't see that. But when you call up a forwarder and ask for an air or ocean quote, it's often been being generated using our software. And indeed, uh, you guessed correctly, we do have a white label version of Fredos.com where some forwarders, this is much newer, but, but some forwarders are starting to create a website where you can go in, uh, search, see a rate, and, and book on the website, and it's all white label version of our technology. So, so that's a new offering and, and you're quite right that's a growing part of our business uh, as well well just the the larger ecosystem and these uh, large end-to-end -end, uh, data visibility platforms um that you know do more than just you know have uh 
booking, but they're, you know, they have the track and trace and the procurement and the order uh, management. And, and so how do you fit within that ecosystem or do you, can you fit? In, in actual fact, when you look at those companies, they're, they're, they're more focused on uh, visibility like track and trace, absolutely. Um, so they're more operational. So we're really about uh, sales. We're about rates and bookings. Um, and they're typically more about, you know, track and trace. And, and um, so we see them as complementary. Um, you, you can't get a air cargo rate on, on those companies or place a carrier booking. Um, and there's limited track and trace on our, on, on Freightos, although we, we do um, increase that over time. So if you book on Freightos, you can uh, then track and trace on Freightos. But if you don't book on Freightos, then we don't provide any track and trace for, for bookings which are not placed on our platform. So in that respect, I see us as uh, quite uh, complementary and not uh, not competitive with Project 44 or, or Forkites. See, what, one more question. What... Um... The Freitas has recently signed uh, with a company to go public uh, through a special purpose acquisition corporation. Um, it's a fancy term for some financial um, maneuvering to to go public uh, in a kind of more simplified way. Um, why why are you taking that route? You know, you've been a startup phase for ten years, so. You know, is it just that longer adoption period of the industry that's not enabled you to to kind of get to to you know profitability, and now you've got these investors coming in to help you grow to the next stage. But why the SPAC route? Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say we've been a startup for for ten years. Uh, the last certainly three or four years, we've already been a growth company with significant revenue and a significant gross profit. Although we do we do reinvest that in research and development, and and so we're not a, don't have a net profit, but we're we're definitely now a growth company with predictable growth. And uh, and given what's going on in the world supply chains, we do think that this is a company that that deserves more attention, and we'll get investor, we'll get investor interest because uh, unlike a few years ago, investors are well aware that supply chains are important and global shipping is important. So, and for those reasons, given our uh, significant and predictable growth, given the investor interest in the whole area of supply chain, we thought it was a good time to go public. Uh, for various technical reasons, right now, um, it can be. Better to go public with a with a SPAC versus a traditional IPO. The result is exactly the same. Freitas will be traded on Nasdaq in a few months, and will will have raised quite a bit of money. So the, so the result is the same. The advantage, if you find a if you find a, a, a good SPAC like we did with Gesher, it, it comes with high quality um, investors, and we know those investors. These are long term investors who sign a lockup. So it all depends on the SPAC. Um, if, if the SPAC doesn't have value add, then it's no better than a traditional IPO, arguably worse, don't know. Uh, but if you find a high quality SPAC, which comes with high high quality long-term investors who sign lockups, then that's a fantastic way to go public. So very excited about that. And going public or using a SPAC was um, you know, a better option at this time than just a traditional getting some more venture capital fundraising? I, I think... Yeah, going public at this time is is good for us because a it will get get us more attention on the markets, uh, but b it will allow us to do more acquisitions. We've had a good success in making acquisitions such as the Seven um, L Freight platform for LTL trucking, such as the Clearit Customs Brokerage, um, and as a public company, it's going to be easier to make more uh, acquisitions and to raise more money. Uh, in order to accelerate our growth at a time when supply chains really, really need digitalization. 
Well, Steve Schreiber, uh, thank you so much for joining us today uh, at FreightWaves. We really enjoyed the conversation. We got some definite insights about Freightos and, and the, just how digitization is uh, evolving in air cargo and ocean freight. So thank you very much. Thanks, Eric. Take care.